Hey friends, welcome to How the Hell Are We Friends, the podcast where we discuss hard-hitting topics that sometimes result in different opinions, so much so it can make us question our friendships. But we are here to find the value in these opposing perspectives and maybe even become a little bit more empathetic in the process. That way, the next time we hear a crazy-ass statement from a friend, we don't jump to judgment, but instead we lean in and maybe even broaden our own perspective in the process. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to How the Hell Are We Friends podcast. This is Tommy, your host again. And today is Tommy's Tidbits, a little exercise I'm trying to, you know, have these episodes out sometimes in between other episodes to further elaborate on what we spoke about in some of these episodes. And today I wanted to further expand on my thoughts around the conscious and subconscious minds. I just touched on this topic on the last episode, but there is so much to talk about here. I just kind of wanted to give it its own episode for its own space. And also, this was a part that I got a few questions on from listeners asking about me to explain more in depth about how does one program their subconscious mind. So just wanted to go in a little bit more detail about that. And this is another exciting part about this podcast. I am very, very excited to have the interaction with my listeners. So if you ever have any questions or you have any thoughts or you agree or disagree with me, I would love to hear those point of views and perspectives. I mean, this is what this show is all about. So please reach out to me at my Instagram at at tank travels too, or at how the hell are we friends to ask questions to, you know, challenge me to give me your perspective or point of view, you know? So yeah, let's just dive right in. So to give you a little recap, you know, your subconscious mind does control about 95% of your life. We're basically living in a 95% uh, autopilot, if you will, of our day, which is crazy when you think about it. We only make decisions in about 5% of our day. And today I wanted to talk to you about the situations that prove this point and then offer some advice around how to better program that 95% of our lives. And I guess one of the the things we can kind of jump in that piggybacked on the last episode was cooking and eating. And we like to simply think that, you know, we make our own decisions throughout the whole day, but uh, a lot of what we do and the things that we even when it comes to eating and cooking, a lot of it's on autopilot. I mean, if you sit there and truly think that, oh no, you know, I'm controlling everything and I make the decision to eat, you know, if, I, if I'm running late and I eat fast food or if I'm doing something that's a busy day, I'm just going to order takeout. You know, these are, these are all my decisions, but all of these are just deeply rooted in what your habits are, right? Because if you think about it, if you're running late or if a lot of things are going on and you just want to eat something that you know is not as good for you, your brain already knows where to go. Your brain just automatically goes to fast food, take out something quick, something easy. That's that's autopilot. That's not us using our our conscious mind to think about what is an alternative. What is something that we can go get, prepare and make that's going to take the same time as us, you know, getting a, a quicker meal. But, you know, this would be the healthier route. And just thinking about it, even in that context is like, yeah, we, we do run a lot off of 
that subconscious mind and rely on how we programmed ourselves. Because me now, uh, being in the place that I am, I've been lucky enough to retrain and break old habits. So if I'm running out of time and I'm really hungry, I already know my subconscious mind knows, Tommy, if you go and cheat and go get fast food, this is going to make you feel ill or not that energetic. And that's just going to kind of either waste your day, waste your productivity. So my subconscious mind knows, no, just go in the kitchen, make a quick meal, make a quick shake. And it has these these programs that it can automatically run because that's the programs that I have installed and instilled in my life. And it helps me tremendously. And, you know, something leaning towards that of like uh, some advice uh, around doing that is to just start off slow. I think we always think that we must come out of the gate and be perfect and eat perfect food and meals seven days a week. And that is simply unsustainable when you think about it, because if we're trying to implement a whole new process or a program, as as I've been calling it, it, it's hard to do that right out of the gate. It's something that we need to lead up into to build in that sustainability. And some of the things that I've done is, you know, start off slow, three days a week, uh, Tommy, we're going to eat healthy and I'm going to make sure that no matter what on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays that I have a healthy meal and I can let myself fall back on my other programming, my other subconscious mind of what I should eat other days. But by me being very aware and very attentional those three days, that is going to slowly but surely start programming me and I'm going to be more aware of how I feel on those days when I do eat healthy Therefore, hopefully, you know, enticing me to want to eat better for more days. And then, you know, it's just taking off a little bit to chew and then adding a little more and more. And I started adding different days like, okay, let's try Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Friday. Uh, And, you know, add on a little bit by little bit. I know we all get busy and it's just like, oh, we can't, you know, always just use our conscious mind and, and figure something out to eat and figure out new recipes because that is a big part of it. We like to to think that, you know, um, we make choices about everything. But think about when it comes to cooking. We fall back and default on meals that we know how to cook, ingredients, temperatures, everything that we've already known. So we don't have to sit there and look in a recipe book and follow step by step instructions. That's our subconscious mind. And using our conscious mind actually is reading a recipe. Oh, okay. I want to cook this salmon. I need to figure out what temperature I need to cook it to, how long I need to cook it to. These are all utilizing your conscious mind, which is a lot more laborious, but, you know, put Putting in that effort, it will ultimately allow it to become a subconscious program that we don't have to think about once we get used to it. And don't feel any shame of falling back to your old habits if you added that Tuesday in to eat healthy and you become extremely busy. All you have to do is is say, okay, let me just resort right back to my Monday, Wednesday, and Friday routine. Keep some sort of baseline that you can always revert to, to where you have, this is the absolute minimum. Don't feel bad. Don't get hard on yourself because we're just human. We are not machines that you can actually program this. So this is going to be something that, you know, you have to work at and work at to continuously rewrite and, you know, until we get it right. So yeah. And this also 
is a great um, way to think about focusing on negative and positive thoughts in your life. I think a lot of us are programmed to notice only the bad thing sometimes. Our subconscious mind is often in survival mode. So it's like, okay, we need to notice all the bad things around us. And sometimes that includes people. And sometimes we don't absolutely see the best in people. And we always see the negative things. And that's just something that's programmed. It's very easy. If you think about it, you don't really have to consciously think about noticing negative things sometimes in your situation and people and your meals, just a lot of things. It's just easy. Now, if you have to show gratitude in your life, now that's something that we have to use our conscious mind in. We have to actually sit ourselves down and think about, okay, what is what am I grateful about today? What am I grateful about this individual I'm spending time with? It's something that we consciously have to think about and do. But think about the life that we could have if that was our subconscious habit, was to think about so many things in a positive light. Therefore, we're creating, you know, this light, positive air around us to where we're just flooding our minds with so much great dopamine of of thinking about the things we're grateful for. And something that I do for that, you know, daily is wake up and say, oh, I'm so grateful for my house. I'm so grateful for, you know, living where I'm at. I'm grateful for my friends. And it's just a quick practice that you can do every night or every morning when you wake up. And this just helps your mind to focus on that. So when things are going bad or you find yourself slipping back into that old subconscious routine or that habit of thinking negatively, you can be aware of it and snap back to and say, okay, but there's so much to be grateful for. Remember the practice I did this morning. Uh, and I know sometimes uh, uh, a lot of these things I'm talking about, you may say, oh, that's just so hard, though. You know, getting up and learning new meals uh, and learning how to cook new meals and what foods to eat that are healthy for me. That's hard. Uh, being grateful and trying to force my conscious mind to think about something different when I want to just be angry. That's hard. You know, I need time. And. One of my theories around hard is, is I don't think nothing is truly ever really hard. There may be some outliers, so don't hold me to that. But for the majority of things, I don't really feel that anything is too hard. It's just different. If you can equate hard to just different and apply that to so many different things that you would catch yourself saying that it's hard. Like, let's use cooking since we're already here or eating healthy. We'll say, oh, working out, eating healthy, that's hard, right? Oh, I'm going to have to put time towards figuring out recipes. I'm going to have to figure out where to work out, get to the gym. This is hard, right? So I need time. But think about it. It's not hard. It's just it's different from your normal day-to-day life. Your normal day-to-day life, like mine used to look like, was working until I was exhausted, sitting on the couch, watching TV and eating chips. And, you know, most of my days looked like that relaxing. Now, when it came to, oh, I have to work out every day to be healthy and I have to look up meals, there's nothing hard about that. It's just different. It's changing my current day-to-day activities, which is, okay, instead of laying down on the couch, I'm going to have to just go to the gym. And this is using my subconscious uh, or my conscious mind, sorry, to, to do these things. So now you see how hard can be correlated to using your conscious mind because something is different. I have to consciously think about the gym today and what time I'm going to go. That's different than my normal schedule. I'm going to have to 
consciously think about what meal should I prepare for me today instead of just going to my defaults of ordering something or cooking something that I know that's super easy. That's just different. That's all using your conscious mind to weigh the pros and the cons to, you know, figure out, to analyze what can fit in this space of time or what can, you know, what can you buy at the grocery store? It's all using your decision making skills. So it's, it's, it's not too hard. It's just different. And I think if you think of it like that, it's like we, we all do things that are different. We listen to different music. We hang out with different friends and, you know, we try to look at different art, different movies to, to broaden our horizon. So if we look at <laughs> things like this as just different, it's like, oh, I, I do a lot of different things in life. And they don't have to be difficult uh, or make me think that they're hard or unaccomplishable because you don't want to get yourself down and out of thinking like, oh, this is going to be hard to work out five days a week. Just think of this is going to be different. And I need to program my life a little differently to, you know, hold space for these new things that I want to do. And this is some of the ways that really help me form these new habits in my life. It's all about the mindset that I approach the issue with, how I come and present myself to anything that I want to change. I don't think it's hard. Like I'm learning golf right now. And that's something, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm retired. Guess I got to learn golf. And golf is something that I'll always just never liked too much. I was like, oh, it's hard. I can't hit the ball. And this is just too hard. I can't, I can't do it. So I shied away from it for so long. And now I'm out here and I'm having the time of my life because I think it really instills a lot of the things that I cherish in life now. And one of those is enjoying the process. I used to be an individual which was always focused on the goal, the end task. I want to retire or I want to get here. I want to have this much money in my account or these are the goals. And I found myself not often being present in the process of accomplishing these goals and would just only focus on the outcome. And I've learned here recently to enjoy the process. Even this whole podcast process has is, is been a huge learning curve for me, but I'm learning to love processes. And golf for me now is, yeah, I th- said it was hard so long, but now I'm like, no, it's just different. It's different uh, mechanics of my body. It's just a whole new learning experience. And I'm not worried about the goal of being a great golfer. Every time I go out there, I think about all the positives, the sunshine, the the nice weather. I'm outside walking around. I'm talking to friends that I'm playing with and I'm networking, which is also important to me. And I'm loving the process of just becoming 1% better every single time I step on a course. And every single time I pick up a club. I'm just trying to remember the things that I've learned and spent time on studying all the differences of my body, the swing, and I'm loving the process. So even though I'm not a great golfer in any sort, but I'm loving it because I'm loving the process and every day is something new to experience. So, you know, now this is a new habit of me playing golf and I'm forming it through that positive mindset of understanding that, hey, I can enjoy this process. I don't have to force myself to be perfect, just like eating or working out. As long as I set expectations of a, of a baseline of like, I want to practice this at least a couple times a week. And, you know, if I, that 
that falls off a little bit, it's okay. I'm going to go back to my baseline and I'm going to keep going and going into this becomes a habit for me. And this becomes something that I'm good at whenever that day may come. Cause if you ever play golf, you know, it's something you have to be understanding of like, yeah, this is going to continuously be a uphill battle, but yeah, it's still, it's still great. Nonetheless, And another one of the great things I like to bring to you on these little timey tidbit episodes is fill you in on some of the literature or books I'm reading that have expanded my mind to understand some of these topics a little bit more clearly. And today over subconscious and conscious mind and also breaking old habits and instilling new habits, I think one of the best books that I've read on this thus far, and again, please let me know your thoughts if you have I've read it or other books that you've read around this subject matter, but is that is the breaking the habit of being yourself by Joe Dispenza. He goes a lot into breaking these old habits that we're used to doing and replacing them with new habits. And it, it really goes into a lot of more greater detail than that I have today. But yeah, that is a, a good read and a good book. So if you have the opportunity to read it, I recommend you do. So yeah, thank you for listening. This is basically what I wanted to to cover and give you guys another little peek inside of my mind about what I thought about conscious minds and uh, subconscious and, and how to kind of program them and how to form new habits. And I look forward to having a lot more of these little Tommy tidbit conversations, uh, either before or after certain podcasts that I record here in the near future to, you know, also let you guys get to know me a little bit more, but also kind of fill you in on clarifying topics that I'm talking about um, to ensure that we have a great connection and I'm being authentic and transparent about, you know, my opinions and my ideas and where they come from. But thanks again. And I hope you beautiful people have a great day and I look forward to talking to you next time.